Bad days as freelancers can be tough. Most of the time we are at home and we are alone and isolated when something unexpected happens. Can definitely throw your mind for a loop. I've been through some really bad days myself. It definitely can kick in that imposter syndrome. But in this episode, we're gonna go over how to anticipate bad days and what to do when they do happen. I promise you guys, you're gonna make it through this. Let's get into it. Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six-figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. I'm going to come right out and say it. You are going to have bad days as a freelancer. I never, ever want to imply to you guys that this is a skip through the meadow with a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, like anything worth having. It's going to take work and there are going to be bad days, lots of them. I can't even count how many bad days I've had over the last seven years freelancing. It's these days that shape the kind of business person you are going to become. And when I was first starting out freelancing, I almost quit. I truly did. I had one of the worst business days of my life, or so it felt to me at the time anyway. But because I didn't quit, I got a little bit stronger. And without going into too much detail, basically, I had a client. He was based out of Florida at the time. And I had written a series of press releases for him, I think three or four. And he was one of my very first clients. And he always gave me really good reviews. We had a good relationship. I worked with him often and everything was great. In a lot of ways, he actually gave me confidence to keep going. But then something really weird happened one day. I wrote a press release like I always did. And he flipped out at me basically, like very irrationally on Fiverr, just started writing these horrible things to me, saying you have no business being a freelance writer. Who do you think you are? You're way too young for this. A young woman has no place on here. Really messed up stuff. And it was scarring to me because it was very black and white. Like he had gone from praising me to telling me I have no business freelancing. It was a very confusing, you know, thought process coming out of a human being. And it was scarring to me. And I spent a couple days and I, I really, really thought about quitting. I really, the imposter syndrome was alive and well. I was 22 years old and he told me I had no business being a freelance writer. And I thought he might've been right. And I, again, I thought about it. I pondered it. But there was some stubborn part to me, I'm a stubborn person that said, don't quit, don't do this. You know, you, you just quit your job, you can't become a quitter, don't, don't quit this too. And I'm really glad I listened to that voice, I now recognize that voice as being God telling me not to quit. Whenever you hear that little voice in your head, definitely listen to it, it, it means well, believe me. But I didn't quit, and I got a little bit stronger and stronger and stronger. And it kept going to the point where now somebody can make an entire video crapping on me online. And yeah, it might hurt for a couple of days, I'm a human, but it's not gonna stop me. And that's the best way I believe to build up confidence is to just do it and push through anyway. Nike obviously knew what they were doing with their tagline. I always I always say that corny joke if you guys are laughing. No, but for real, bad days as a freelancer are a very real thing. It can take the shape of a bad review. You can get a one-star review 
could be a nasty, irrational client that just out of nowhere is super insulting to you. It could be a client asking for a third revision when they should have only asked for one and they're exhausting your time. It could be a cancellation of an order when you just straight up lose the money that you rightfully earned with that order and it can be an unfair cancellation that necessarily isn't your fault. It could be too much work. You could be stressed out from way too much work or it can even be the isolation of all of this and working from home alone. The list can go on and I always tell people the first step in enduring bad days as a freelancer is to anticipate it. A big part of me with everything I do today, you guys know, it starts in my brain first. It starts with my mindset and it's anticipation that bad things are going to happen so that you're not suddenly shocked when they do. It's prepping your mind for telling yourself this is going to happen at some point so that when it does, what's my plan? And that way it won't be shocking. It's the shocking element that can make it so tough, or at least that's what I think anyway. If you know these things are gonna happen, then when they do happen, you will be more calmly able to face them and process them if you've already gone over the scenario in your head. And don't get me wrong, I'm not encouraging people to overthink here, because overthinking can send you into the analysis paralysis land that can stop you from even doing it in the first place. So I'm not saying to overthink, but I am telling you to just entertain the thought that each one of these bad things is going to happen at some point if it has not happened yet and that you're gonna make it through it and you're gonna have a plan in place and it's gonna be okay basically. So let's say you get a bad review. That sucks and many times it's super unfair. I can't tell you how many unfair reviews I've received on Fiverr. Back in my day when I was a little more sassy to people before Fiverr yelled at me, I used to respond back to the unfair reviews and be like, yeah, well, you suck too. <laughs> and not the answer, guys. You, you never win in the end if you do that. Don't write sassy things back to people. These platforms are reading what you write. And it's just not worth it. It's not worth to have your piece stolen at the end of the day. But I, I do like to say to people, it's totally okay if you need to go spend some hours being bummed if one of these things happen to you. Don't rob yourself of those emotions. I definitely call that toxic positivity. When people expect you to be this perfectly fine, stoic being through everything, you know, through some real shit, when they expect you to just get back up and go, it's fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. That's a very unhealthy reaction to it. So you can for sure be bummed. I'm giving you permission to be bummed. But grant yourself that, and if you give yourself that moment, if you give yourself that time to be upset about it, I think you can much more quickly get over it and move on from it. But after, use those emotions to fuel your fire. There's gonna be a lot of emotions rushing through you. You're gonna be upset if somebody insulted your work, your creative output, you're gonna take it personally. You're gonna be feeling all sorts of emotions. So I say use those emotions to fuel your fire. Use them for good. Do things like message all of your past clients with a discount drum up sales, you can take to your social media and post on your Instagram stories and go, hey guys, flash sale, or hey guys, my name's so-and-so, I don't know if you know, I'm freelancing on Fiverr currently. Maybe it'll give you that push to finally do the first social media post that you've been avoiding because you're scared to put yourself out there and let your peers know that you're now a freelancer, which I have been through all of these things, so it's this is so normal if you feel any of this. You can use the buyer request portal on Fiverr where there's basically a job board. You could try another freelancing platform. There's so many out there and they're free. Maybe this was your sign. Everything happens for a reason. And if you use your emotions to fuel your response like that in a positive way, I believe you're going to see such impactful change in your life much more quickly. I totally believe everything happens for a reason. So if something bad is happening to you, instead of looking at it as, why is this happening to me? Maybe look at it from the lens of, this might be happening for me. What is it trying to teach me? Sorry, guys. Getting, I'm getting a little stoic again here. 
Sometimes people tell me that they feel like I'm like a seer, like on a hill with a staff in the distance. I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to play a lot of RuneScape. I love medieval renaissance-y things, so you might hear me make a lot of references to the medieval times in this podcast. I'm sorry, I'm just letting you know now. But okay, let's say something else bad is happening. Maybe you are drowning in too much work. That's an amazing problem, right? Like you don't exactly want to complain about that because you're successful, you're making great money, everything's good but you're exhausted. You're just a human being. You can't drown in work every day. So if you're drowning in work, it's a sign that you either need to raise your prices or hire help or both. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with expanding out your freelancing empire. There's a movement of people in the freelancing world right now trying to demonize people that build businesses around their freelancing momentum. And I'm just gonna come out and say it. They're just mad they haven't figured out how to do it themselves. They're jealous, they're bummed. Everybody wants a business that works without them. So if anybody has a comment about you building a freelancing business, say a prayer for them, wave them off. They're in a bad place. They're upset that they haven't figured out how to do it too. Ignore them and just start building yours and own it. Maybe there was a cancellation on Fiverr and you lost your money from it, which blows. Contact customer service and fight it. Fight it for days if you have to. And many times you guys, they give it back. I would say 75% of the time I fight cancellations on Fiverr, they reimburse me, but they're not going to if you don't ask. This is like a lesson for life, all of life. If you don't ask, you're never gonna get what you want. Like you have to speak up and take action. Again, this is using those emotions to create change. You don't have to accept the negative outcome. You don't have to just sit there and go, oh, it, it was canceled, I lost my money, this sucks. I hate freelancing, I'm not cut out for this. Instead you could go, you know what? I'm upset, this wasn't fair. I'm gonna take this up with customer service and if it takes me a week to debate this and get the $200 I'm owed, I'll do it. I know plenty of y'all will open the Uber app to get reimbursed $15 if a driver was crazy. So why wouldn't you do the same if you're on an app like Fiverr and they have the same type of customer service department that is willing to work with you on it. You do not have to accept a negative outcome. I don't accept anything like that in my life to give you guys like insight into how my brain works. I go, okay, here's the situation. How do I fix it? My mind always jumps to what is the solution here? And I promise you, if you can rewire your brain, which you can, anybody can do this. If you can put your brain into a place where you become a solution oriented person, everything is gonna change and you are truly gonna be able to master the law of attraction and get whatever you want out of this life. If you immediately jump to how do I fix it? What is the solution here? As opposed to just stewing and the anger and the resentment and the frustration, your life is going to change. Like I could just say that very confidently if there's anything I can say confidently in this episode. And then after all of that, in order to process your bummed out emotions healthily, give yourself space to go on a walk for an hour. Maybe go outside without your phone. Maybe turn your phone off so nobody can reach you. I really believe that so much of our anxiety today is that you don't ever unplug. And I know with freelancing, especially on Fiverr and Upwork, these clients might be messaging you at 11 p.m. when you're trying to go to bed. And I had the notifications on too because you, you're, you're hungry, you want the business, you don't want, the, you don't want it to pass you by and you really want to make this work. And that's an amazing thing and that's an amazing passion of yours that you want to make this work. But sometimes, you know, sometimes the phone has to be turned off. Sometimes there has to be an out of office 
put up. And definitely everyone knows who works for themselves that there's much less out of office going on when you work for yourself as opposed to working in an office. And so go on the walk, leave your phone at home, turn it off if you have to. Go on a two hour walk where nobody can reach you. For two hours, you are not accountable, you are not to be held to any standard for these people to make sure that they're all happy, that you're at their every beck and call, you know, you, you reserve the right to protect yourself from all of this. And I think it is important to create those barriers at times, especially when you're really upset if you go on a walk, it'll stop you from writing back sassy things. It'll stop you from getting overly upset and taking it out on other clients. It'll, it'll stop a whole slew of things if you just allow yourself that hour or two to just step away and cool off. Trust me. I'm talking to myself right now, guys. I was really bad at this for like the first three years. Nobody was telling me to do this in a podcast at the time. I was 22, 23, and people would write really upsetting things and... I would fire right back with some real sassy, witty comment. Everyone who knows me knows I used to love Twitter. I love writing little witty things to people. It's definitely a downfall of mine, but I would write back inappropriate stuff to clients because I was feeling the hurt at the time. I didn't take the space to step away. And like I said, it got me in trouble a couple times. I've had account warnings from Fiverr just from everyone else. I'm not immune to it. Contrary to everyone's belief, I'm also not endorsed by them nor paid by them. They are not my sponsor. So I'm sure you guys have heard me in this podcast. I come very unemotionally stanced with Fiverr, just so, just so everyone knows. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe go on that walk, guys, right? Like text a friend, have someone hang out with you for dinner if you're alone all the time. It's not good to be alone. We're social creatures as humans. Go, go hang out with someone. You know, maybe go paint or cook or do something totally different from your freelancing work. Studies have shown if we completely change what we're doing in between things, we retain the information better than if you just do the same thing for six hours. It's actually really good for you to step away and do something totally different. And I'm gonna be honest, that's one of the major reasons I got into social media in the first place. I was just freelance writing all day, every day, and I could feel my brain was like, oh my God, please do something else. Like I am so drained right now. And I'm like, what's the opposite of staring at a laptop and typing? Oh, let's see, screaming things into a video camera. Yeah, it's a way different type of information dissemination, right? So that's kind of actually one of the reasons I got into social media. I found it was almost a nice break up in between writing press releases to go on social media and take photos, you know, and, and post things. Yeah, maybe for you, it's, you know, going on a run, whatever it is. It's important to just remember that at the end of the day, this is just work. That's all it is, guys. This is just work. It does not define you. You are not the freelancing work you deliver to your clients. You might need to pause this and say that five times over. And if you do, I get it. I have to say it sometimes too. The phone makes us way too plugged into everyone's needs today. And it's so unhealthy. I, I believe it creates this blurred line like this this blurred zone where you do feel like you are your work because you're always plugged into your phone and you're always plugged into these clients and they're always telling you what they want and they need and they're paying you money so you have to listen to them and it becomes this really anxiety filled you know anxious whatever cycle that goes on and on and on so it's up to you to break it and to recognize that you are not the freelancing work you deliver to your clients Take some me time to unplug from the business if you need to. It will always be there when you get back, okay? And I know I say to people, if you pause your gigs, you drop out of the algorithm. That is true, that is true. That's something you have to accept. If you're gonna unplug for two weeks at a time, you are gonna drop out of the algorithm. Or you could do what I did, you can extend out timers 
and increase your prices if you want fewer orders and maybe you only work for four hours a day for a while because that's what you need you need me time the other 10 hours of the day whatever it is you need to do to take the me time that you need the business I, I promise you it is not going anywhere and I've had to learn this the hard way and has definitely caused some burnout in my life from not stepping away when I should have and definitely actually reading the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss was eye-opening for me when he would do these different tests and he would step away from his side hustles for three weeks at a time to travel and he would test them and see if he came back if they were still there he wouldn't look at his phone he wouldn't look at his email nothing he would see what can stand the test of this and that really opened my eyes to this whole passive income place that I'm in right now that I share with you guys that with the help of virtual assistants, automation, software, all that good stuff, it is absolutely possible to step away more than you used to be able to. And most importantly, guys, know that you are not alone. I have had bad days, we all do. It's a part of living, we, I have bad days all the time. Please, please don't let them scare you into quitting, please. There's nothing worse than quitting. I've read in a couple studies, when you quit, you essentially tell your brain that you weren't able to do something and it imprints that into your thinking pattern. So the more you quit things, the lower your self-confidence is going to be because you've taught your brain that you're deserving of that lower self-confidence. You have to push through. It is such an important part of all of this to develop your mindset, to get to a really healthy place where you're badass with this. You have to push through. And I know it's tough, but guys, that is why I made my free Facebook group that has, I think, over 23,000 people in it in just one year. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Let me tell you, when I started that thing in 2020, I had no idea 23,000 people would be in it. That's a theme with my business and a lot of things that have gone on in my life. I'm My mindset, I'm actually still playing catch up to where my stuff is. It kind of went way ahead of where I was almost ready for it to go, which is an amazing blessing, of course. But this Facebook group, guys, please, it is called, ready? I also link it in the show notes. It's called Freelancing Mentorship with Alexandra Fasulo. And again, there's over 23,000 people in it and they're waiting to be your coworker. It's a really magical thing to watch unfold inside of that group. It has really taken on a life of its own. Some days when I sign on to my Facebook and I look at what's going on in it, I just can't believe it. It's thousands of people supporting each other, you know, buyer beware, warning people of bad freelancers, asking for advice, feedback, celebrations, congratulations, people just sharing their personal story. I mean, I've had crazy stories of 13 year olds making money for their parents from people's spouses dying to finding purpose and freelancing again. I mean, some of the, honestly, some of the posts I've cried at. It, it really is like the most remarkable thing I have to offer people and it's free. So please, please join it if you have not. And that at least will fix the isolation problem. So if you can cross one of those potential freelancing problems off of your list, why wouldn't you? I know if you guys are listening to this podcast, you're already halfway there. You guys got this. I, I don't, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about you, but just promise me that when the next bad day happens in your freelancing life, don't let it bring up the imposter syndrome. Please don't quit. Please don't turn your back on all of this. There's just so much amazing potential and opportunity down the line for you if you just stick with it. And those first, those first bad days are the hardest, truly. When I have a bad day now, you know, I can have some bad days still, but I'm so used to them in a way that they really don't make me question myself or my talent or my authority anymore. So if you're brand new, your bad days, those are the worst. You're in the thick of it. You're gonna, you're gonna come out of it though, I promise. Keep going. I believe in you guys. You guys got this.